0: Alright kids, here we go, but I have to open up Spreaker, I did Podbean first, and sent Scarlet an invite, and uh, might have to work through that, it's the first time that I've done that, come on Spreaker, load, 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 load. And then I'll get on Freedom Revolution Network, join her show. Um, mm -hmm. There we go. Put my picture in there I'm not even going to load this up And uh That's that Go live Here we go Alright so we're live on Spreaker now And now I'm going to join Scarlet On Freedom Revolution Network Um uh, Get the show on the road. Streamyard. Oop. Texted me. Hmm. I yeah, I send it to you. Bum, 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 bum.
1: Uh-huh. But it also showed this spinning out and over into the um the east coast yeah it's looking like a direct panhandle hit and then going up through even the ohio valley and on its way out according to this so i would be monitoring for potential systems you know and there's some for with disorganized showers coming after that but as far as this last little 98L, this thing's gonna do some damage. Where, we don't know yet. But I would say interest, and like Ryan Hall said, all the way to Texas, just in case. If it does spit out at the last minute over the Yucatan or something, it could change its track. So I'll, I'll give that some grace. But this this is not a good situation for folks. This is This is very bad news. And there was a storm that TLO and I were looking at Tuesday night that literally stretched from the United States and inward to the Four Corners region, all the way back over to like Vanuatu and like the Marshall Islands. It was a huge plume of just straight moisture, just one giant storm across the whole damn Pacific. And if we keep getting, systems like this there's going to be a chance where there is a storm that would cover most of the continental united states they said this typhoon murbach that just hit alaska would have covered a quite a large portion of the continental united states so we're starting to get storms that are completely like un unimaginable unimaginable Just unimaginable. I'm not seeing that, Tim.
0: That's weird. I'm sending the link to you in the uh, private chat. Try that one.
1: Okay. I'll try that.
0: Never done this before. so it's a learning curve.
1: It's a learning curve for everyone. Always. I know. Isn't it though? And especially when you mix more than one um, platform together, then that's when you start just losing all all control. I have to sneak. Sneak in this way. Hello, Pam. We'll figure yeah. it out. I was trying to be slick and do two things at once, um, but I can't. But yeah, it was an interesting Pinwheel storm. Like uh, TLO said there in chat, I'm just gonna bring myself in really quick and then steal the link and then I'm gonna be phenomenal. Um. Send it again one more time. Uh, I'm going to have it. in the private chat.
2: Okay. So no, see.
0: It's still in there.
1: But send it again. again. Okay. Because I just entered in on a different device and it won't show me unless you send it again.
0: Here it there comes. Thank you. You are Welcome.
1: Oh all oh, right oh now we got alcohol i know i want to see if i can mute myself okay
0: hello 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 and i'm on twice
1: i don't know because i've got one okay mute. there we go i don't need to be on that, be on that damn Oof. how did we do that
0: i have no idea how am i open twice there i'm gone
1: i don't know okay that's gone gone.
0: oh my god that's horrible
1: i know i don't know what that was about it's
0: like feedback it's not that now it's not there and you're in there
1: i think i got it figured out
0: Yay. Yes, there you are.
1: Okay, now I can mute myself. Echo. It's, yeah. okay. Echo. Nope. It, won't it. it won't let me be in it.
0: What the fuck?
1: Isn't that awful?
0: Here we go again. <laughs> Jesus
1: Christ. Okay, I'll leave the camera I chat just unmuted
0: again. or I took you out. Actually can not. you
1: mute me? Yeah, take me out, take so, I me out just, so I can um, out. Just, uh, um, me. Me.
0: Holy crap. Add admin. It won't
1: let me do oh,
0: it. At you. I just added you as admin. Holy oh, yep. shit.
1: That was worse. That
0: yeah. Was worse. <laughs> Jeez.
1: There oh, we go. Oh,
0: good. Yay. Is everybody left? Holy shit. Okay, you're in here. You're in as admin too. But are you muted? Did you mute yourself? No. Oh, good. It's working. It's alive.
2: It works. Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> you need WD 40 on your end. Red alert, red alert. Yeah, pretty much.
1: Yeah.
0: A real bad red alert sound effect. But everything. It was- hmm?
1: it was awesome
0: everything's working right
1: seems to be working now
0: and you can see in podbean
1: i can see in podbean
0: awesome
1: good deal all right see see nobody's second squeaky wheel get us you know get it together
0: Yeah. share
1: all right well and you know the thing is with this weather lately is you know we haven't been having too much domestically but These hurricanes at this time of year is kind of the worst time of year for a lot of the United States. I mean, yes, it's warmer down in these areas, right? Mm. Um, But the devastation that can occur is big time. And that's what's scary. Is that it, you know, it comes at a time of year where it is a little bit cooler in other places and we could have bad weather, you know, snow in one area, hurricane in another.
0: Sounds like Colorado. Doesn't it? Mm-hmm.
1: And I mean, that, that storm that came to Colorado the other day that was causing flooding, um, like I said, that stretched all the way back halfway across the world, pulling in basically like an atmospheric river.
0: Wow, from the west?
1: Yep, Pacific? all the way deep from the deep, deep, deep Pacific. All like the on way on the other from, side of the world.
0: From Russia, it came from Russia.
1: Right, mm-hmm. well, not quite Russia, but okay. quite south there. Hawaii? But Uh, no farther than that, like the Marshall Islands, like, um, so kind of like north of Australia. Oh. Okay. Yep. All the way across pulling that moisture deep in because there was like a low pressure hurricane system down by Mexico and it, that was just pulling it in all the way up to the four corners. Hmm. And these atmospheric rivers are, that's going to be the game changer. Like I said, we've already seen one of these water bombs in Italy. Um, we keep seeing these type of events and that was in one to, or two hours. They said two hours, they got 20 inches of rain,
0: 20 How inches,
1: 20 inches of rain in two hours. It was 438 millimeters, which is over 20 inches.
0: And where was this? Italy. Oh, shit.
1: Mm-hmm and they said with the the hunga Tonga, hunga hapai volcano eruption that happened in january that a ton of water got ejected in past the stratosphere Again. which will cause as atmos- atmospheric rivers well with the grand solar minimum and the albedo effect on the ocean we already ready we're going to have an increase and in uptick in atmospheric rivers so it's like a double dose of potential for atmospheric rivers which is very bad news for us on the ground
0: isn't that the same shit the volcano did when it erupted or no
1: that's what it did yep it, yeah. it put water up there that's what i'm talking about right. is it's a Tonga hunga hapaiki volcano oh, okay and so <clears throat> when that blew that put tons of water instead of particulate matter that we thought was going to cool the earth and potentially have a year without a summer it put water up there instead hmm. so that's why we're seeing a lot of storm activity floods fast floods like we've seen floods in california you know where they had those mudslides recently and then they end up finding a lady in the mudslide debris afterwards because her house got completely inundated missouri st louis area had rapid flash floods overnight within one night of rain eastern kentucky had about 20 to 25 inches of rain in places overnight puerto rico just through hurricane fiona had over 30 inches of rain in certain spots Mm. Uh that is legitimately unsustainable i mean 30 inches of rain it has nowhere to go storm sewer i don't care what you have there's nowhere for that water to go that's three feet of standing water besides I just think of that everywhere.
0: That's, yeah, I can't, I can't even comprehend you can't, because in certain
1: areas, it's going to be, you know, six, eight, ten feet deep. And, Mm -hmm. you know, depending on on your topography. And so these type of storms that keep occurring, they're only going to create mass damage. And that's what's concerning. And like Pam said, holy derechos. There's been a lot of derechos this year. What is before that? 2018 I had not really heard the term derecho or 2019 I should say. Is that like when a it was 2020? Is that like I a... forget when it was because it is... was before we moved up here so it might have been the summer of 2020 actually. And the day we were at home we weren't uh, up up north here and we were at home and the first derecho that ended up flattening Iowa came through and now I've lived through three more derechos since then. <laughs> And we never had anything like that before. Mm-hmm. They weren't as common. They're happening more and more often. Mm. And that should concern people too because a derecho is like a line of storms that has like 80 mile an hour winds that's over 250 miles wide. So when it comes in, it comes in with mass devastation because it just flattens everything in its path.
0: What are
2: 304s?
1: Um, I don't know what is that. Is that the little um public health people that they hire that are like not supposed to be cops but are like supposedly community engagement members or some bullshit? Oh, that's lord, I could imagine. Yeah, it's almost the weekend, Tilo, and it's starting to get cold out, so you know, thirsty women of the summer start getting you know hungry for for fall because you know cupping season is, is about to start <coughs> so that might be true excuse me. mexico had a land tsunami from the quakes see because the plate boundary broke down there so in mexico they had see. a bunch of um a bunch of earthquakes in the last couple days and we're gonna look this up really quick. Uh, the EMSC.
0: So Mexico uh, is getting pounded too. Hard. Really.
1: With these earthquakes, yes, bad. What
0: the fuck? Bad. No,
1: just got hit. There is there they, is no,
0: no such thing, TLO. Sorry, I got. I, I'm gonna pay attention to the chat room. And of course, we open up. We open up Podleave even or Podbean and <laughs> there ain't mean, nobody in there.
1: I mean, for me personally, I think if you have anything showing out of your dress, it's too short. Mm. That would be about the line for me of appropriateness. Like, I don't want to see booty cheeks. I don't want to see your thigh. I don't want to see your hoo-ha hanging out.
0: No, no.
1: Like, none of that. Mm -hmm. So I guess that would be the line for me
0: as short as you can go without being too without,
1: short yeah without letting how's it that? all hang out right yeah right. how's that yeah. that's right.
0: yeah that's 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 good
1: yeah i feel that's fair yep
0: oh they're showing oh what's they're
1: you showing see look now see this is what's wrong with the the youth of today because they do go out in some outrageous stuff now stuff we would never have thought of going out in like it look, it's not even clothes. a lot of the times so it's just holes and strings like it's wild
0: it's like stuff in Vegas that you see.
1: Yeah. And it's just not cute. It's not, like it's it not could, even a There's a way you can do it cutely, but not the way they're doing it.
0: I don't like seeing women like that. I don't I, I like the imagination to be used. Right. To see the rest of what you're looking at. I just see don't, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah I just don't exactly.
1: Like, see, nobody wants that. They're I just, just sure don't want it.
0: I don't want it in my face or you know, it's like because I wouldn't walk around with my penis hanging out. You know what I mean? So why? That's what
1: I mean. Yeah. Or like, yeah, like showing your bulge everywhere. Yeah, like, why would you know, Yeah. You're wearing like tight ass, right. you know, like leather jeans, you know. Yeah.
0: I mean, that's too much. There's such a thing as too much. There
1: is there is a thing as too much, but I don't think that youth believe that.
0: I mean, even at the swimming pool, there's women you wearing like a piece of thread in the front and the back and it's like
1: <laughs> I don't appreciate that i think if you're anywhere where children could be like that that that's inappropriate and some people say well you know for like swimsuit's sake i get it because i mean you're not really seeing much but the thong swimsuits and the super high cuts in front and all that mm -mm, that's not appropriate around children they don't need to see all that
0: yeah it's It's just just, uh they
1: just don't
0: it's actually a
1: human body and human form and all that but
0: yeah but it it it's too much for me, and it's not attractive, believe it or not, for me. Some pe- it's not. People might think that's crazy. I would crazy. hope
1: it would have. I mean, for some people, that may be, but.
0: Well, some people might get off on that, but.
1: I just think there should be some level of decorum for that. Yeah,
0: there should be some discretion. You know I mean? Come on.
1: Yeah, right? Like, it's cool. Like, I'm all for women's empowerment and, like, you know, being body positive and all that. Well, put it. Um, th- Cause I don't mind like a big lady wearing a, a swimsuit or a bikini or all that. No. But don't have, don't have, you know, your bush hanging out. Don't yeah. have your lips on the ground. Don't yeah. have your tits out. Like there's just some like decorum. Yeah. Right. That's all. There's a way to look nice, but still look provocative. Right. And I think that's the line that's been crossed. I would. People don't realize like the appropriate level of provocative.
0: I would say this is a guideline, and this is kind of, I mean, coming from a guy and having a daughter. I would, I would say this: whether you're the mom or the dad or whomever you are, uh, if you wouldn't let your daughter wear it, I wouldn't wear it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right.
1: Yep.
0: And that don't mean cover yeah, like everything. Said, like
1: sultry, there. okay? Yep. Yeah. That's great. I mean, accentuated okay yep that's great um like i say even uh provocative or risque right yeah but there's a way to do it appropriately
0: you know what drives me crazy is those uh things that you women put over your bathing suits that you can kind of see through but not see through Oh, the
1: cover up yeah Yeah. i
0: fucking love that i'm like oh my god yeah
1: cover-ups are nice (laughs) yeah but you know what they give you just a little bit of like Cover, you know what I mean, so that you're not, you know, showing everything, but then right. you can still feel comfortable. You can sit on the beach, you know, you can run around, and those. like it is nice. Yeah, I will give it that because I am a cover up person. Not everybody is, yep. uh, but I I do wear cover ups quite a bit. I have a lot of them, all different types and styles, lacy kind of ones, holy ones,
0: think cherry
1: clock ones, zip up with a hood, like all types of stuff
0: yeah that's a good point that's a good visual tll think bond girl yeah
1: right like you would yeah. want something like classy and, and sophisticated, sexy sexy you know? classy you know? like, and yeah, there's a way to be attractive and even provocative but without being not all out there
0: like in your face yeah
1: right i mean there's women who you know have very low cut tops that look nice and there's a way to do it you know like mm-hmm. but everybody wants to do extra and the most obviously and that's the problem and even like it going back to you know like even the weather even the weather's trying to do the most i mean yeah. everybody's doing the absolute most yeah. everywhere yeah. politics business social lives
0: we're in the extreme media, yep
1: it's all extremes yep just extreme like to yep. the very definition and point of everything is like the antithesis of the other you cannot be in a gray period. Like the gray world no longer exists really right now.
0: It's black or white.
1: It's black or white. Because hmm. think about it. Everything you are not allowed to be on the fence about, right? Oh, yeah, no. Like especially like on politics anymore or even like social health issues. Like, you know, the, uh, the scam that just was released that uh, it's no longer a scam anymore and we're not doing it no more and it's all over. Um, but then if it's all over, you can't have your emergency powers either. So you you can't have it both ways. Like, okay. So corn pop, corn pop said the other day that it's all over. I'm trying to use fun words so that we don't get the,
0: Ah, you know, the the, algorithms, the,
1: the, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So corn pop said the other day that the scam is over, like declared over us declares scam over. Right. That was the headline. I got it. Um, and corn pop said we're done. So, But that means then we need to take all the executive powers away now because if the thing is over, we're done. That's it. You don't get to keep your emergency powers for something that was uh, a thing. Now you say it's not a thing anymore, so that means you're relinquishing all your powers, right?
0: And quit firing I just teachers.
1: that Canada is letting everybody back in starting the 30th. Good. Right. So without tests, without quarantine, without the, all that, um so if that's the case and all of these countries around the world are releasing this and saying it's over you can't still have emergency powers
0: then hello alex you checking the chat room out we got people <laughs> coming in here see that
1: yeah i mean you know what i mean like yep. I, i'm just really thinking about that and it's like you can't have it all the ways yes they you can. can't say there's an emergency but now there's not an emergency but yet you keep you still keep emergency powers no Otherwise, we're still in the middle of the throes of it, and you deserve the yep. emergency powers because that's what they were made for temporary control of a situation that was out of control. Well, now you say you have it under control, so now relinquish your powers. Do you want to? No more EUA authorizations, Executive no more any orders, of that. We yep. need to be done.
0: Yep. I agree.
1: So it's just, it's very extreme. You know, it's one way or the other. I mean, even right now, where they're talking about Putin and the Ukraine, it's either we're going to nuclear war or nothing.
0: Yeah, he's pretty pissed, and I don't think he's bluffing, man. I really don't.
1: No, I don't think he is either. No, I think he's serious at this point because I mean it's went on for you know six eight months now. To the point where you know he's tired of fiddling around. But then, what does this bring? Like I said, this this season of extremes is going to come to a head in a way that i don't think we want no whether that food shortage extremes food price extremes weather extremes political extremes like this extreme thing is like a thing right now
0: podcast extremes
1: yeah podcast extremes you know whether it's it's just like it's do or die like it, it legit there is no gray gray is dead.
0: Alex Jones being persecuted extremes.
1: Extremes.
0: Everything's taken to You must to apologize the
1: for Sandy Hook like he didn't create it nor did he create the narrative that it wasn't real like they took that all out of proportion.
0: Oh yeah they did. Like
1: legit. he never started that he just questioned the idea and questioned some of the things that were going on that people did not have answers to. you know i mean hell there's people who say that some of those kids are still alive today i mean they're they look the same as they did when they were five and a lot of people do like i have friends that i've had since i was five and i still see their faces in them now Hmm. so something to think about you know people try to say oh you're crazy over that but I mean, how could you prove it? I mean, you put them in the witness protection program, boom, bam, back. And who knows what types of technology they have? They could probably have DNA changing technology where you could even change somebody's DNA now. Who knows?
0: Speaking of that, I watching Eureka, what a crazy show.
1: Isn't it crazy? I told you
0: the first episode's like, holy shit. It's like Doctor Who on steroids. And um, I don't even like Stargate. It's all about this time this guy invented this thing and fucked up the time continuum and tore a hole in it like the shit we were talking about in the last show and i'm like with cern and all that
1: oh it's it's wild the whole show is wild like wait till you get into it like deep in the seasons because it's wild
0: so that particle they were talking about that travels faster than the speed of light they found that
1: yes the higgs boson particle
0: that's what you were talking about yes because I didn't catch exactly what you were talking about until they brought it up in that episode.
1: Right. And they talked about how they had found the Higgs boson particle yet, and it wasn't uh, discovered. And it, at that time, no, it had not, but it was eventually discovered. And the science that they said of how it, would, how it would work is what they say how it works.
0: So there is something that travels faster than the speed of light.
1: Yep, and that's the Higgs boson particle. That's why they needed um huh. the hydron clatter. Okay, so July fourth, twenty twelve is when the Higgs boson was found. And that show was in two thousand
0: seven. <laughs> That means it's going faster than the speed of light, which could be going back or forward in time, whichever mm-hmm. way it would go.
1: And that's why they want to figure it out. That's why people believe this or can rip a wormhole huh. in the space-time continuum. Yeah. With that large of antimatter and dark matter particles and exotic particles switching, it's very possible. So, you know, theoretically. And that's the thing they keep saying in the show all the time, theoretically, but then it ends up working out. So is it theoretical then? I, I don't know yeah see it's no longer theoretical once it works out
0: yeah that's what they were saying on the show it's going to blow the law of physics out of the water correct yeah
1: yes correct and so that's where we're at and so think about it they had it very early and they talked about it 2007 wasn't found until 2012. that they told the public it could have already been found by them
0: yeah well they were playing with that shit in fermi lab in batavia illinois and then the particle accelerator and then they moved they there.
1: had one in um in duluth they had a super oh, uh, large hadron collider. collider in duluth minnesota and now if you even ask anybody in the town that never existed there
0: we're talking about eureka you could
1: go up there and take tours yeah no but i'm saying like we in my state had a large hadron collider
0: yeah no, i'm just duluth answering before Pam- service day. pamela's asking us if we're talking about sg1 i'm like no I'm talking about eureka no
1: we're talking about eureka yeah crazy it's a good show. if you have amazon prime it's on prime video
0: yep prime all video and peacock it's on so
1: oh is it yeah oh, yeah yeah yeah, thought all all the seasons are on prime video and it's it's a great show i'm on season five i'm gonna be really sad because i'm gonna have a show hole once it's done
0: We'll watch, have you seen, have you seen, I've been
1: watching it for months now, you know, like I, each season is at least like 10 to 15 episodes. The last season was 23 episodes, I think. So it's like, I'm like 70 episodes in, like, I'm going to be real sad.
0: Have you seen Cobra Kai yet?
1: I have not seen that. Oh,
0: there's your next show. There's your next show.
1: Okay.
0: That show is just off the fucking charts. (laughs) Oh my God i uh, It's the only show I've binged in a day. The whole season, mm-hmm. it's that good.
1: You know what's what? I binged in a day. Well, that was super good to me. Squid Games,
0: Justified's good too. I like that guy.
1: Yeah, did you see Squid Games?
0: Yes, I did. That's a creep. Stop. That Red light, green up. light.
1: That was fucked up. Yep yeah no that was fucked up yeah. oh and my like, and my kids never seen squid games but apparently on minecraft and on some of these other little videos they've uh made videos with like the little red light green light song and she knows how to sing it in korean and It's super fucked up crazy. oh my god she started doing it one day and i was like where did you hear that from and know. she was like oh it was not a video on youtube
0: all right so i got to say something real quick here so Scarlett and I decided to do this show because I was reading the comments in the Podbean chat room um, because I was co-hosting like I am now on her show and her shows on StreamYard, Freedom, Freedom Revolution Network, blah, 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 blah. So I had my face in that chat room and not this one. And this one was just blowing up and I wasn't even paying attention. So I felt horrible. And at the end of the show, I made all these comments and there's some great comments. So. She is now my admin in Podbean. So she's seeing what I'm seeing, and we are paying attention to the chat room in Podbean. And you're more than welcome to comment because we are watching it now. You almost like need a moderator, you know, that Scarlett. We need somebody to I watch don't. this shit, you know, because
1: we um, do. And I mean, Pam and TLO and Darren, all our mods on youtube and everywhere else and so those people would be good choices for moderation on podbean as well
0: well depending on how busy
1: Pam, because pam's been our lead moderator so she's always there well that's fine with me
0: i got no problem making either one of them um yeah because
1: pam's usually always there when we start the show always always yeah like if i didn't see pam in the chat room i'd be concerned i'd be ready to look for her like send out the search party where's pam
0: yeah, so don't be shy guys cuz some people were really saying some interesting stuff and I'm really really uh on a guilt trip for not for not paying attention to that cuz that's unacceptable.
1: Well, uh, and we missed the ball on that. And yeah. especially cuz we were talking about topics like Art Bell and some of the shows that he's done in the past that have tied in with things now. Right in in today's time and especially things like time travelers and Mm -hmm. people who of which have been trying to you know quote unquote predict the future or maybe from the future um that is something that we don't know yet if it's happening or not right but if it like art bell always says if it were to be happening it'd be happening now right so and
0: that being said yeah
1: that's kind of something we you know we've been thinking about i mean Are we, like, one of the theories of time travelers is is it's us coming back to warn ourselves. You know, some people think that's what aliens are, you know, um, highly higher dimensional beings who are coming back to try to get our attention because we are them (laughs) in a different timeline, Hmm. in a different, um, you know, level of dimension.
0: Now, Now you're getting into Doctor Strange multiverse crap
1: right yeah. which it could be absolutely possible
0: sure i believe parallel universes and i
1: don't know if you. well i believe that the parallel universe theory could explain out mandela effect right mm-hmm. so if a bunch of us remember something all the same like berenstain bears or Bernstein bears that's a big one that people have the Mandela Effect itself, where a lot of people remember in 1995 M- Nelson Mandela dying. Mm. There's a bunch of other Mandela Effect events that people have been, you know, writing about for many years now. I, um, some of the more popular ones mm-hmm. are hard to explain. There was a movie, too, with Sinbad in the 90s that they try to say it never exists. Um, and I believe that they basically told Sinbad, uh, he was not allowed to, um, talk about this. I think they like NDA'd him on it. No way. I do. Because when they've asked him about it, he's kind of beat around the bush about it. But there was this movie with him as a genie. And they try to say the only genie movie that existed was with uh, Shaquille O'Neal.
0: No, there was a movie true. with him. There
1: was a Sinbad genie movie yes, there in was. the early 90s. It was like a kid's movie. and yep. it, Yes. And people say that never existed, Tim.
0: Oh, no, it did. Because my kids were kids then. So <laughs> it, was that, called it, like, it,
1: it was called Shazam. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because your kids would have been about my age. So I could see you remembering this. Because mm-hmm. it would have been around that time you would have rented it from, like, the video store. And shit.
0: Right. From Blockbuster or whatever.
1: Yeah. <laughs> right. Or whatever you had. Video update. Whatever you had in your area. Family video. Whatever you had. So it's like... Those are events of which they claim never existed.
0: All right. So I didn't know what the Mandela effect is. So I'm just going to be honest here. Maybe some other people don't, but I just looked it up. Yeah. And it says the Mandela effect is an observed phenomenon in which a large segment of the population misremembers a significant event or shares a memory of an event that did and not occur.
1: Shit, so I'll be damned. Like, I have a perfect photographic goddamn memory. So it's like, uh, uh-uh. uh, I've been tested on that and like, mm-mm, no, yep. I used to be in gifted and talented due to my memory. Like I was in gifted and talented classes and, and signed in higher level stuff. No, I have photographic memory for sure.
0: But they're saying it's a memory that did not, or an event that did not occur
1: right it's not what, specifically why do i remember it that way because right. i have right. literally photographic memory well
0: that sinbad movie happened i don't give a shit what anybody says because i remember it was kind of stupid but
1: yep some of the ones i don't believe in um you know because some of them didn't don't make sense um but they try to say like Curious George's tail was never there. Uh yes it was. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I got the book with with one with it on there. Pretty sure I bought toys with the tail on. Hmm. Um Oscar Meyer. Um, you know, some people remember it um M E Y E R.
0: M E Y yeah. E R.
1: Yeah. Some people remember it the other way.
0: They had a baloney commercial when I was a kid that spelled it out. My favorite baloney. Yes. I can yep. find it. I bet you I can find it on YouTube.
1: Yeah, but see, then it scrubs it on the videos and stuff too, though. Oh, really? So some, of the, some of the things with the Mandela effect is, but some people have found like old videotapes and shit that's not changed. So they found like items that they own from that time, like especially with the Berenstain, Bernstein bears. Um, that we can prove otherwise. Um, like Pikachu, they tried to say the tail on Pikachu was black. I remember that they said that never exists.
0: And it never um, has a tail. That's what they're saying.
1: Yep, they used uh, to. They people said there used to be a hyphen in Kit Kat. There was a hyphen in Kit Kat. Now they said there was never a hyphen in Kit Kat.
0: Okay, I found it. Hang on a minute. Let's see what so, happened.
1: Uh, remember, this is so fruit nice is a yeah. Around it, they said that never existed or attracted to whatever. you. whatever the and they used to have all those damn c- commercials
0: people are on fucking drugs Here, here's a commercial
1: <laughs> my baloney has a first name
0: it's O-S-C-A-R my baloney has a
2: second name it's M-A-Y-E-R oh I love to eat it every day if you ask me well say
0: cause Oscar Mayer 1973
1: right and so people remember it the other way but i am with that group of people who remember it like that commercial you remember ed mcmahon and publishers clearinghouse when they used to come to your house the check yep they said that never existed tim
0: oh it's bullshit
1: they said that never existed. Go look it up right now. Google Ed McMahon, Publisher's Cutting House, and every damn entry will say that never existed. That shit used to come on during Super Bowl. They lying. That shit used to come on during Super Bowl live, and they would show up at somebody's house with the fucking chicken to be Ed McMahon. Like I remember that shit. Are they gonna Very say? Vividly.
0: Are they gonna say Star Search was never a show either because he hosted that?
1: I know, but yeah, they say ed mcmahon never worked for publishers clearinghouse he never handed anybody any checks his face was only on the envelope that's a lie he was in the commercial and they used to make such a big deal about it because it was one big day and they would show it live and they would even break on tv to show it and it'd be like 30 seconds a minute and they'd go to their house ring the doorbell boom publishers clearinghouse winner Hmm. yep you know they say Luke, I am your father was never said in Star Wars.
0: Bullshit.
1: Yeah, if you go watch it now, it's not there in the videos. They've 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 altered them, or we're on an alternate timeline. This is why I believe that alternate timeline could be a thing due to Mandela Effect.
0: Mandela Effect, Ed <laughs> McMahon and Publishers Clearinghouse. It's right here. Just mm-hmm. came up.
1: But yes, if you look at like Mandela Effect, they say nope.
0: Here, let me play this. What it says, en- entertainer Ed McMahon was a spokesperson for Publishers Clearinghouse, and it says false. Yeah, there is no I evidence that that McMahon ever worked for Publishers yeah. Clearinghouse. That you people are full of shit.
1: That's what I'm saying. Yeah, see, now there's a gal in chat, Mariappa McCarty, is saying she remembers a lot of Mandela effects, too. And I'm telling you, a lot of people have the same ideas, so we have to be on some type of separate timeline. Because why are people remembering it so adamantly the other way?
0: You know what? It sounds like, it, I hate to say it, we're in the Matrix, and they're fucking with our programming, and some of us remember some of it. And some of it don't. Some of us don't because it was rewritten or deleted. Isn't that crazy shit? Mm-hmm. I mean, what the fuck? Yeah. I mean, how would you explain this? Where some can remember it and some can't? And you know it was there. I know it was there. I saw it all the time. And these people yeah, and are they saying they tried
1: to say he never said in Silence of the Lambs. They tried to say he never said hello, Clarice. They' lying i remember that movie what? don't play it he said hello clarice like no
0: wait a fucking
1: minute wait here. legit i'm serious like you look up all these mandela effects it bothers you here's the
0: fuck, here's a commercial right here with ed mcmahon doing it
1: see Hang on. you could keep hey. overpaying for oh, here's commercial, a commercial
0: so coverage. whatever la, la 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 you can get
1: insurance yeah, from Vibert. Yeah, no thanks here. stay right where you are folks you may be the winner of one million dollars. This is Ed McMahon, and I urge you to watch your mail for a
0: million-dollar message from me. Look for the envelope with my picture on it from American Family Publishers. If you receive this envelope, you may already be the winner of one million dollars.
1: I will personally award this giant prize. So look for your one million-dollar envelope award this week. The giant prize. Be sure it's from American Family. It could make you a millionaire. Whoever that was is the MVP because what he just said, I will deliver in person. Bullshit. He was there. He was there. He was there. He was there. We were all there. We all watched it. Like I said, they used to do it during the Super Bowl even. Like, you can't tell me that didn't exist.
0: See, now someone's making a good comment here. I never heard of American Family Publishers, but they're saying Publishers Clearinghouse. So are they saying it's a technicality that he never worked? for Publishers Clearinghouse, which I know that he did because I saw it.
1: Yeah, we all know that's what it was. I think they're just trying to cover it up because they're trying to say it never existed. And a few people have probably pulled out old tapes and found their old tapes that they taped on and found these commercials and were like, oh, I'm getting them. Because before this, recently, there wasn't anything that you could find. Yeah. But I mean, just a bunch of things um people try to say Tiananmen square dude wasn't killed huh yeah they try to say Tiananmen square dude was never killed he was unharmed that's a lie. here's
0: a reference. Did. here's a reference in the in the in the comments here on that video i just played on youtube it says right? watch the 1989 movie heathers during the lunchroom scene in the heathers poll she literally says when ed mcmahon hands you a check from Publishers Clearinghouse.
1: Yep. See what we're not like, why would that been input in popular culture if it wasn't happening?
0: Yeah. Why are they doing this mind fuckery to us? I mean, it's such stupid shit, but why, why even be (laughs) argumentative or or dismiss it?
1: Yep. That's what I mean. Oh my God. It's wild. I'm telling you it's wild. I've
0: never heard of this crap.
1: Yep mandela effect i'm telling you it's a big deal so what so are some lot... people are trying to say smoky the bear's name isn't smoky the bear supposedly we just got that screwed up
0: i saw him too i
1: thought we just saw smoky the bear at the state fair we called him smoky and they called him smoky and he was Smokey the bear
0: only you can prevent forest fires that's what he said
1: correct yeah exactly wilbur they okay. said, contrary to popular belief, his name isn't Smokey the Bear. Well, why the hell did his head say Smokey on it?
0: Well, what the fuck is, yeah, then what is his name?
1: What is his name? They don't tell us.
0: Winnie the Pooh. I mean, was he a bear? He was a bear, right? <laughs> he,
1: anyway. Yeah, he was a bear. Yeah,
0: okay. But right, his name, that's
1: what I mean. Yeah.
0: It's crazy shit. This is so stupid. So what are some other Mandela effect things
1: Um,
0: that I never heard of?
1: Like I said, the Shazam and Sinbad thing. Um, that was a big one. Lucy, you have some explaining to do. Yeah. Supposedly that was never said in the I love you show.
0: Yes, it was. I watched reruns of that show. He said
1: all that. the time. He used to say it. It's
0: the first thing he'd say, Kona.
1: Lucy, you have some explaining
0: to do because she always got in trouble. <laughs> so,
1: always.
0: Yeah, and he heard about it When <laughs> we got home. That's the first thing he said when he walked through the door. Wow. Okay, what else?
1: Okay. Um... Let's see. Tom Cruise's sunglasses and risky business. ray Band. Yep. They said that never existed. He didn't come out with that.
0: It's on the cover of the you fucking movie. On
1: the wall in Snow White was never said. What? Yep.
0: What did the queen say then?
1: Darren's like, I even remember smoking the Bear. I'm saying, Darren, like, they're trying to make it seem like we're crazy. Like, nope.
0: Are these the assholes that are trying to cancel our culture or who's saying this stuff?
1: I swear. I don't know. these. I don't know these people like.
0: Oh, that never happened. Really? Right. I've been around long enough. Yes, it did. Yes, it has.
1: That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Even I've been around long enough to know
0: now I gotta some of these
1: up, things. I got
0: to look up risky businesses. Fucking.
1: I know. Isn't it messed up? Um, sex in and the city. They're trying to say that that. Um, it wasn't called. It was called Sex in the City, and now they're saying it was called Sex and the City. No, it wasn't. It was called Sex in the City. Was it? Yeah, hundred percent. I
0: never watched it, so I don't
1: know. I can see why you wouldn't have. No, my ex-wife. But, my it ex-wife. was like a chick yeah. show. You yeah, right. I mean? like, my ex well, yeah,
0: yeah, she did. She watched. It was
1: about it. female relationships, and at the time it came out, you would have been like. Maybe in your thirties, so you wouldn't yep. have cared about old forty-five, almost fifty-year-old women dating in New York.
0: I didn't like that on a
1: TV show. Like I, that would not have, you know what I mean? Like, what would that have?
0: I like Sarah Jessica Parker.
1: Definitely, Sex in the City for yeah. sure, hundred percent. Because Sarah Jessica Parker was everywhere during that show. Yeah, she was a big buzz. She was a household name. It was Sex in the City. People have like DVDs that show it mm-hmm. <laughs> that they bought back in the day.
0: Let me see if I can post this in the chair room.
1: Um, Looney Tunes. Some people remember it spelled uh, with like a T-U-N-E-S. But they say it was T-O-O-N-S, Looney Tunes.
0: Uh, hmm.
1: Yep. People have two different rememberings of that.
0: Yeah, but it was a cartoon, so it should have been T-O-O-N-S.
1: I thought it was always T O O N S due to the fact that, um, like Tiny Toons was a thing, right? Like Tiny Toon Adventures, and they spelled it with the T O O N S. It was Tiny Toon Adventures. It was a show. Tiny Toon Adventures, come and join the fun. They're furry, they're funny, they're and Buster Bunny. Like I remember the whole theme song. I bet you they can quit playing with me. God damn it. That link you can't. <laughs> what you do?
0: That's a link with a thousand pictures of Tom Cruise wearing a certain pair of Ray Bans.
1: Oh, right, right, right. Hey, 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 yeah. See, so more proof. That's the whole point. It mm. is professional gaslighting. It really is. It's professional gaslighting. That's a good way to put it. Like media gaslighting, mm. because they're trying to tell us you don't remember that. That didn't happen. Yes, it did.
0: And the point of that, and would... all
1: of us say it.
0: What would the point of that be?
1: If people are getting moved, let's say we are in the matrix, okay? okay. Let's go with a lot of what is. Okay. Let's say we're in the matrix and they are changing things. Uh-huh. And due to certain actions or reactions, some of us get moved to different timelines. And it wouldn't be something we would necessarily notice either. Mm. It would be very subtle and gradual. So if they're switching us on different timelines, the way to make us not realize that is to say it never happened make you feel crazy and question your sanity
0: well it pisses me off because i i'm losing my goddamn mind it is with all this other crap now you're gonna tell me shit didn't happen in our culture as far as entertainment
1: yeah I that's mean, where they're at at this point like yes they really are out here telling you that these things never occurred uh,
0: okay hmm.
1: yeah the monocle on monopoly dude they say he never had a monocle
0: what an eyepiece
1: yeah, that little eye thing he had. Yeah, yes, yeah. He you did. know what I'm talking about? Oh
0: How would God. you know
1: that if that never existed? Uh, <laughs> Why would we have that? all have that shared memory if it never existed?
0: He actually had his hand on it, from what I remember.
1: Yeah, he was holding the little monocle. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Exactly. He had, like, one hand on his hat, and, like, one on the monocle. Wow. Like, running so it's like no so it's like they try to tell us a bunch of these mandela effects and if we're getting pushed to different timelines for their own purposes and or to trap us here because a lot of people say okay here's a deep theory right okay Mm -hmm. so 2012 which you said you did a lot of research on yep they say what if time stopped in 2012 and they turned on cern which was the first time july 4th and when they found the higgs boson in 2012 and time was supposed to stop, but they've been keeping us artificially, basically on an artificial life support with life.
0: <coughs> oh, so we're all in a bunch of pods and this is all fucking virtual reality.
1: Kind of. Some people say that it's possible that they would have basically kept our timelines going artificially, like artificial life support, but how that would- way they could try to become God and overcome God and basically create their own like universe.
0: You know what, I was thinking, this is so weird you're saying this, because I was thinking a couple of weeks ago what dreams really are, and maybe that's when we're so-called asleep and they're programming us. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, yes.
0: So subliminally or, or subconsciously, you're in a state of rest or mind. If we're laying in these pods, this is really fucked up. I think way too much, but it's like, what are dreams really? And then how come you only can remember them when you first wake up, if at all, but when you're up for 15 minutes, you can't remember what the fuck you dreamed about. So maybe we're being programmed with some software while we're sleeping.
1: It's very possible. Now let me tell you a story that'll blow your mind. Okay. Okay. So we had read a bunch of research about Dolce base, and we were doing, and and Red can do a lot of things, right? She is a reiki master, and she can transmute a lot of uh, things in time and space. Okay? Oh, really? And uh, yes. Huh? And uh, Red is very powerful. She just don't use her shit. She's she's you know a good person, so she doesn't use it very often. But right, we're using it for research. And we were doing research into this because they were talking about different types of species down there and all different types of stuff. And so, you know, uh, we may or may not have started uh, remote viewing, okay? And um, uh-huh. she, yeah, yeah. And she was going to like around Delphi base because you got to remember she's not that far away from it physically where she lives. So mm. how hard would it be? Right. And um, they started sending uh, like government people like in her mind. And, like, straight up told her, like, if she kept coming back, like, they were going to fucking, like, trap her there and trap her soul there and shit.
0: I believe that because every time, ask her about this, every time somebody does remote viewing or astral projection and they start going to the moon, they're warned, don't come any closer and go back.
1: One time, the last time I was able to um, astral travel or remote view, I went to Russia and they straight up told me, don't ever come back here. And if we ever catch you, we're going to kill you. So um, I gotta it that was the last time I was ever able to remote view.
0: Well, remote viewing for people that never heard of it. um, There's a video called the kill shot. And uh, it actually shows uh, an asteroid hitting Earth. And for some reason, South Korea is involved or North Korea. I'm sorry. North Korea is in there. Uh, but remote viewing was uh, invented supposedly by the army. It's a real thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, absolutely. And they use it. No, yeah. it's, it's actually been used. Um, Art Bell, once again, good old Art Bell mm-hmm. used to have um, God dang it. What's his name? I can't think of what his name. He was the expert in it, remote viewing, and he always had him on his program and he he was the guy who started it in the government in the military.
0: Yeah, I I know who you're talking about. I can look him up remote. Yeah,
1: god, what is his name? It's so yeah. pop, it's on the tip of my tongue. I can think of it. Ed Dames.
0: Okay. Yep. Ed Dames. He did the kill shot video.
1: I believe so. Like, I believe so. Ed Dames. And he came out and then all, recently in the last, you know, so many years since I've done radio, I actually talked to the the director of the Farside Institute and he does remote viewing with the team and he actually does it with a team of all black girls. Mm. He says for some reason that they're able to pick up more shit really? and uh, he's like a redheaded white dude. It's very interesting. Huh? Yes. And so I was gonna have him on um, to talk about Farsight Institute, but he never got back to me on it. Like in, like the station manager email, I have the <coughs> the emails between him and I, and yeah, he never got back to me after that, like to actually schedule a date, but he said he was very interested in, you know, talking about Farsight Institute and all that.
0: There's a show on Gaia or GIA, G-A-I-A.
1: Oh yeah, Ingo Swan. You right, you right, Bonnie. Hey, Bonnie.
0: Bonnie is here.
1: Bonnie's here.
0: It says remote view viewing training. Start your free trial on Gaia or whatever.
1: Yep. What, what the fuck? Yeah, remote viewing. You can be taught to remote view. Absolutely. And if you get good enough, obviously the government would want you because that's what they use. They use a lot of remote viewing um, for, especially like for espionage reasons. Um, you know, so you can get secrets from military, this, that, the other, and people could be getting programs much like mentoring candidates to be doing it during sleep. Mm-hmm. It's very simple.
0: That's freaky, man. Even for me, that is really. And
1: they have a lot of brain neural interfaces. The deeper you go in the seasons in Eureka. So keep watching. There's a lot of brain intraneural faces that they talk about, which reminds me. And some of the stuff they're talking about is the same exact crap that Elon Musk is talking about now.
0: That's just coincidence,
1: it, it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that they would have that history from that long ago. Like these weren't even things people were thinking about then.
0: Well, how Not ca- mainstream? Oh, oh, so I got to share this with everybody and you. So I did some work at, I, I'm not going to say, because it doesn't matter, but I'm just, I like anonymity, whether it's a business or a person or whatever. So I did oh, some. Oh,
1: yeah, Montograph I forgot about Montograph Dang, that What's was that? a long time ago since Dutch has talked about Montograph on YouTube. Oh. Yeah, he was a remote viewer too. You're right, you're right. What's up, money? there was some stuff about him though with Montograph and a bunch of stuff where people were talking about like was he controlled up and blah 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 and so there's a lot of um controversy about that. There was a lady who went on live like every night for years talking about Montograph and how he like uh stalked her online and how they have these Huge group of like online gang stalkers. So there's something to that, too I'm not gonna say for hundred percent if he did or didn't but I have heard that be claimed by many youtubers So I'll just leave it at that Even defango had brought it up at one point and defango is not even in that whole crew But even defango brought it up. So makes you wonder
0: Algorithms <laughs> algorithms are they come sentinels are coming from The matrix be careful okay so i have to share my work today so i I went into this place to run a service call and i'll just say this it's a computer hard drive place and they had this thing on display and this thing was about the size of a medium pizza pan in diameter
1: and
0: it was sitting vertical but it was about the is about six inches thick and it weighed 70 pounds okay and it's from 1981. And guess what it was? What? Like a 1.2 gigabyte hard drive. Wow. I'm like, you got to be fucking shitting me they, we got that on SD microchips that you can put in your fingernail for storage. It had like six discs in it or 14 discs that were 12 inches in diameter. I didn't even wow. know what the fucking thing was. And I'm like, you got to be shitting me. That's a hard drive.
1: What a relic. Like that's the dinosaur. But you know what I found out recently at this week? I read an article um from this guy from floppy discs.com. Uh-huh. Um he's the last dude making floppy disks. And you know who his number one customer is?
0: The government. No, I don't know.
1: Um close airlines. Apparently, all of their machines are really old and still use floppy drives to share and exchange information.
0: You're fucking kidding so- me. With com- I'm
1: not joking. With- I wish I was joking. I literally read this article this week. com guy. He's the only guy, I guess, who makes them still. And he has to make them. He said a lot of government agencies, too. But airlines are like his number one customer.
0: They're still using computers that have three and a half inch flappies. Correct. Oh, my God. And it's a fucking airplane flying. Correct. Yes, in air traffic
1: around, yes. Was correct. he
0: specific? Was it for the? It can't be for the aircraft. Is it for the control towers? What? What would no, they be no, he for? No, said for
1: the aircraft itself. Let me try to find the article again because I literally just read it. So how could um, you have
0: a triple seven Boeing with all that technology? And oh wait a minute, we got to put the three and a half floppy drive in the computer. What?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That makes no sense.
1: It, they said the planes are old.
0: A three and a half. Um,
1: yeah, here's an article from um, August eleventh, twenty twenty. Boeing seven forty seven still get critical updates uh, via floppy disk.
0: Well, then I can believe the seven forty seven been around for a while. I can, I can yep. see that. So
1: a lot of player airplanes though use floppy disks.
0: I can't. That's just fucking. That blows my mind.
1: Yep. Yep. Some still run on three point five inch flappies. So.
0: They don't even hold that much. I was talking to a guy about that today at this place.
1: 19 hours ago, some industries still use Flappy Disc. This is one of the only places to buy them, September 22nd, because I read another one, but it wasn't by NPR, but NPR picked it up and said an online merchant who runs one of the few remaining websites where you can buy Flappy Disc says they're still used in the medical and airline industries.
0: Oh, that's even better. The medical field.
1: Yep. Yep. Yeah, because like you said, the industry moved on to CDs and flash drives. Um, CDs and and flash drives and then (coughs) and then Mm. downloading data um, instead of just physically passing it around. But they say, you know, it's it's very extreme, uh, extremely stable. It's not really hackable. And so that's why they still do it.
0: Yeah, but we can't do it. They don't want any us to own anything in physical form. So what the fuck?
1: i know but they still use it like of course they do it's pretty sad yeah so the older medical technology and you know people are still going to use it you know till it becomes i guess um obsolete but yes they are still being used but mainly in flight software and um
0: flight soft oh my god Yes, that is insane
1: yep. Yeah, and it, it it went around like quite a bit. Like there's a lot of different places that picked it up because like like I said, this guy owns floppy disk.com. He's the last dude doing it. Um, And so, you know, cause now he like send he does send them out even um, as novelties for people who want them. Oh, look, says he still uses them.
0: No, I mean, that's fine if he uses them. He's not flying a fucking airplane, but- I mean, true. The, the, the most they hold is 30 megabytes. I just had this conversation with the guy today. About, oh, did you? Yeah, yeah interesting. I did.
1: See?
0: Yeah, because I, yeah. because I bought my first computer in 1994 and I didn't even know how to turn the thing on. I was so computer illiterate. It was scary. And I bought a Packard Bell with a 230 megabyte hard drive, no optical drive, four megabytes of RAM.
1: Well, you used to could buy your optical drive separate back then too or well, like that's what that's
0: what can... i was that's what i was gonna get at so i put another hard drive in it i put a cd rom in it i upgraded yep. the uh the modem it had a I, I don't know. For the fastest you could have was like a 56K. 56K? Yeah. yeah I was
1: going to say like what, 56K so, back then?
0: Yeah. So I upgraded my computer and I learned a lot and how they work and everything. So And then that's when 3.11 Windows was out. And then right after that, Windows 95 came out and it changed everything. And I, I just got on that train in the nick of time. And I taught myself all that shit, and I did my own IT stuff and networking at my business uh, with all my computers and everything. And uh, it, I go Wait. back
1: then you could though you could mess with so many more like configurations and features on your computer then than you can now. Yeah. Where now, if you mess up even a couple files, like it's not like it used to, where you could just rethrow a line of code and it would fix itself.
0: Yeah, yeah, like DOS commands or something. I had to do that a few times, Exactly.
1: Too. Like, you could actually override it and make it do what you wanted it to yep. do. And now they make that almost impossible unless you're doing, like, Linux open source.
0: Right. Right, right, right. But I, you I, know, I remember.
1: Well, I mean, that's a whole new world, Linux. But, like, I, I rem- it, it should be the future because open source should be the way we're doing most things, to be honest. Yeah open source only helps everybody and then everybody can build on what's there we don't have to be just um stifled by somebody's uh invention or somebody's patent or somebody's whim you know open source makes it open to all the minds who can figure it out
0: well i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you something i had this conversation with this guy and uh <laughs> what?
1: uh darren i know you I saw that me feel really really old yeah I, you know, <laughs> Bye, I... darren! make you feel old from halfway around the world we apologize yeah
0: well i asked this guy
1: but that just shows how much wisdom you have darren that you've been able to see all these things happen
0: yeah you're not old you're smart
1: you're exactly you're just wise you have, on what's going exactly.
0: on exactly yeah a lot of people right. can't compare it Wait. i mean hell that's when america online came out true about 95 596 somewhere around, around. I
1: found an old disc from 3.0 when I was cleaning out stuff.
0: For America Online? Yep. Isn't that crazy?
1: Yep. And I found it for 3.0. And I still have Britannica on CD ROM. Remember when that was the way you found out things? Yeah. And how stifled were we? Because that's all you could do to find out things. If it wasn't in a book, it didn't exist or if it wasn't in a uh, article or microfiche or like, it didn't exist.
0: No, you just popped the CD-ROM in there because you could fit, if I'm not mistaken, six or 700 megabytes of information on there.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, you had like a 12 disc set. Well, but, like, absolutely. Eventually right. they got it down to one. Yeah. But like right. in the beginning, it was like 12 discs. Like,
0: yeah, they didn't have the compression.
1: Here's a through B, you know, A through D, here's D through. Right. You know?
0: Disc yeah. and. and-
1: yeah and that's how you found out information like you couldn't google things like only certain things were googleable like you couldn't just ask any question on earth and you would get an answer like we can now
0: no and what the the most advanced browsers was netscape
1: yeah netscape or juno or um netscape ended up being net zero and they still actually exist do they yeah they do They do actually still exist. I forget what they actually do. I think they provide, I don't know what they do now. They do something. I think you can like plug it into like your phone line or something and it works to get internet. I don't know what it is. It does something though. It still exists.
0: And you only could get online through an ISP that you paid 20 bucks a month for.
1: That's the truth. And if you didn't have them to get on, you weren't getting on.
0: Yeah, that was the bridge from you to the internet.
1: Yep, you had to pay. You either had, and everybody was always doing the free trials, making 10,000 email addresses because they never wanted to pay the full price because it eventually became <laughs> yeah, right. quite expensive, especially for AOL. Yep. You know, once they started adding all those features and mm-hmm. chat rooms and this and that and the other, like it became a big deal.
0: Well, I talked to this guy about how computers evolved and stuff, and it took me in the Wayback Machine with Mr. Peabody back to 1994, 95. And, um, you know, Bill Gates has always said, there's there, somebody can make a better operating system and Microsoft will be out of business. So I started talking to this guy. I go, well, what do you think about the cloud and all this? And then like Google Chrome OS, if you have a Chromebook and blah, 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 blah. And he said, well, I'm a Windows fan and if, for personal use, you're better off with the Windows PC. But if you're a business for networking and everything, you're better off doing shit on the cloud yeah and that's what he told me and this guy and that's
1: the truth though i mean most businesses use all their storage on the cloud um yeah but also the cloud as infinite as it is it's also finite too i mean things can be snatched out of the cloud yeah you know unless you have private servers i mean it goes deep now but now you could make it where your business could have its own private servers and its own (sighs) you know basically running independent without outside input Yep. that is possible now
0: where you know
1: 20 30 years ago that was not possible you had to have a way to get on and a service provider and this and that and it wasn't just as quick and dry as it is now but now the amount of information you can put into the cloud the amount you can save the amount you don't have to keep on personal computers now that's a bonus for businesses i mean with how much data people are storing on a daily basis, you know, most work computers would become obsolete very quickly and not have memory or storage and have to be updated often.
0: Yeah, this guy told me uh, hard drives that are out right now are sixty terabytes. I'm like, you wow. gotta be fucking kidding me.
1: That's just uh, like, mm, dude. Mm. No, I
0: don't. Like, I
1: thought gigabytes when they came out was like.
0: A gig was a big wow. deal. Yeah, that, like was, that
1: was a big deal. Yeah, like.
0: I think it's
1: 60 terabytes. And then what if, what if they come out with something beyond terabytes?
0: Oh, they will. Like that's
1: just, I, I can't even imagine that day. But like that's when we started getting to like the quantum computing level.
0: Right, Exactly. But, yeah,
1: I mean, that's just insane. Like it's millions upon trillions upon trillions of data like just insanity.
0: Yeah. I think a terabytes, a thousand gigabytes and that's fuck just insane. Just one yeah. terabyte. Yeah, It's too yeah. much. That's too much storage. What are you going to do? I don't care how much video and music you have and pictures that that's ridiculous.
1: Okay, so uh, Darren says he's got four terabytes of storage, and he said he needs more, 60 sounds good. What the fuck? Um, Wow. TLO said he's got two times five terabyte hard drives. Does he? Yeah, I can see that, though.
0: I don't even know what's on this computer. Let me look it up. (laughs) No, no, I want to know.
1: And most of those hard drives are like external when you have that much storage, to be honest. Yeah. But and they're expensive, too. They're not cheap.
0: No, but they're a lot cheaper than they used to be. Oh, we got into the white. They t- are
1: a lot cheaper than they used to be. But yeah, but the, the high storage, they're, they're charging the biggest buck for it. Like you can get smaller one terabyte drives for like 40, 50 bucks. This com- you know, which you could buy a bunch of those, you know.
0: This computer has eight gigs of RAM, 2.4 gigahertz Intel. Sixty-four bit.
1: Oh, yep. Yeah, see, his um, yeah, near a terabyte on weather data only. I would like to see all that data too. I'm sure it's good data.
0: I don't see the hard drive though.
1: tlo said his stepdad has filled almost a hundred terabyte uh, of movies.
0: Holy shit! Really? It's got to be all eight four K or something. That's ridiculous. Wow.
1: Right. I mean that's a lot of movies, but I mean hundreds of movies. I mean there's thousands of movies in existence. Does anybody know like a quantified number of how many movies have ever been created? I'd be interested to know that. Right. I think this. I mean,
0: 500 gigs. I can't remember.
1: It would. That would make sense. Mm. That's normal Storage, now for go. most readers.
0: Oh wow. 1.78 terabytes are you shitting me man this oh, com- yes yeah. this computer was way ahead of its time this computer is at least eight years old
1: it was ahead of its time
0: yeah and it's working like a clock obviously huh i didn't know that <laughs> wow okay well whatever close that <laughs>
1: Yeah. So it's interesting though, but nope, thousands of movies, um, from all over the world. I could see that, you know, we still have a, um, like a foreign movie, like rental store in Robbinsdale. That's really neat. That has like a lot of foreign movies and things like that, like old school.
0: Hey, Chris popped in here. You saw that in the chat room. I What's up, Chris? Yeah. We are paying attention to the chat room now and scarlet is in here as an administrator too um i di- i did a real quick podcast this morning apologizing for that cuz it's very unprofessional and there's no excuse for mean
1: I didn't know you were sitting over there or else I would have like kindly reminded you like hey anybody saying anything over there because you know we're pretty good here about and especially since we're on we use Streamyard as our main way of of communicating with the world it's easy to teach to other people why we use that I mean I'm sure there's other better ways but to be able to teach the average person who knows nothing about doing a show this is the easiest way to get them on and so we get to see all the comments um and maybe there's a way do you know if Podbean has an RSS feed? Because if they do, we can put it in to our destinations on Streamer, and then we'd be able to see the chat. Yeah,
0: there is. A, yeah, there is one to my show. I can send it to you. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Then we needed to put input that into Streamer, and then it would come in this chat, and we'd get to see it.
0: Oh, really? And it
1: would just show. Yeah, and it would show up as podbean and we know that that came from the podbean chat room and then we can you know talk back to people just in the podbean chat room or just on youtube or just on facebook like that's um yeah when you actually click the like the um Mm -hmm. click their name and you want to like write back to them like you can actually go when you post comment inside Streamyard. it says usually says all but it'll show every destination we're allowed to comment to very cool and hopefully podbean would be one of them if they have an rss feed yeah they do i would hope for so. my show yeah i would hope yeah. i would hope so that they would let you but sometimes they don't because our restream doesn't let us do it that way we'd have to sit in the restream chat which we should because we are missing like d live i believe and but i believe they can comment we just can't um comment back mm-hmm. um d live mm-hmm. and twitch um which we should pay attention to as well because there's probably people over there listening and we just don't even pay attention to them
0: oh there's a lot and of people nice. yeah that listen and don't participate that's for sure
1: well and there's a lot of chats too, to part to be paying attention to i mean you know mm. for any host or moderator i mean to literally be watching six different platforms chat rooms i mean it's hard
0: yeah I mean, no shit, you know. and and i tried explaining that when you're the host or co-host or whatever and because usually there's moderators, like we said, because there's just the chat rooms are just
1: a different world. They are. Sometimes they're very busy. Sometimes they're very dead. Right. Um, and when you're trying to read articles and, and look up other things and do things at the same time, it's hard. Sometimes it really is to be able to pay attention to everywhere. Right. And we don't want anyone to feel like we're not paying attention to them. Correct. But sometimes it just happens. Correct. It's, it's just truly an oversight.
0: And it's a but huge. But
1: you guys can always message at least me at station manager at network dot com, and let us know like, hey, I was sitting over in this chat room and nobody came and checked on me, you know, and we'll check on you.
0: Yeah, just go to Freedom you Revolution. Know,
1: we'll make sure that that we'll do it, you know. So just try to get a hold of us somewhere where we can see it. That way we can get get to you.
0: Just go to YouTube and look up Freedom Revolution Network and jump in the chat room and say, hey.
1: Yeah, YouTube is. You're ignoring you me.
0: <laughs> so
1: exactly
0: yeah because uh yeah i, I felt horrible because um, because well here's a backstory, and i'll try to keep it short if that's even possible but back in the day i was in the chat rooms and stuff like this on uh freedom radio and the owner of that network proof negative because i was being such a smart ass and this and that he said uh, why don't you call in then i called in and, you and it, a good troll He
1: loves a good troll.
0: Yeah. And then he goes, he he goes.
1: He's a master of trolls. Like he does very well with them and can hold his own.
0: He goes, would you like to do a show? And I'm like, yeah, sure. Why not? So I got a show on there and this was way back in 2008 or nine or whatever. And then I was on there and then I started doing my own thing and jumping around. And then Scarlett worked over there and that's how we met. But I wasn't there, but I was still talking to Proof and calling in and whatever and then now Scarlett has her own network and she's my boss and we're friends and i still do my thing but i always involve freedom revolution network in there and And we
1: appreciate that and that's all we ever asked for you know people have control of their own show right but if you're going to be on the network let's be a group and let's do things with the network to try to lift that up at the same time, you can still have your own show, do your own things. If you don't want to do a show on the network, you can do it on your own thing. But, you know, obviously try to have content, right? Because that's what's most important. And a lot of us have been, you know, slacking as of recently. But now we've decided we're going to kind of come back. TLO said he's getting a little studio ready for us. Awesome. When, yes. Where we can, we're going to do a mega show with everyone.
0: Well, here in this, too, we always promote. I mean, if you want to call in or join the show, there's some fucking button that you can do that with. I don't know what it is because I'm on the show.
1: Yeah, if you just go to Podbean and then you look up original Red Pill Show, you should see that we're live. And then there is a little call-in button, and then it will let you call into the show.
0: Yeah, and then you can join. And it just
1: dials right from your device.
0: But Chris Wilson's saying here on our podcast, Beyond One's Belief, which sounds cool, weekly Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern Time, Big chief is the host post unscheduled music late night. So don't worry okay. ab- about not regular schedule. So see, see.
1: It's in the lower right corner past the sheriff podcast. It's a phone receiver. Okay. okay. Yeah. We'll check it out. There you go. Yeah. You know, thanks for stopping by. I mean, we talk about all different types of things here. Oh, I mean, here. at one see, time, look at this. Chris, I mean, it- we have such a variety of things that you know you can never say what we're going to be talking about. We try to come up with, you know, a few news articles or topics that we're going to come up with for the night, but other than that, we kind of let the flow and let people bring in something to the conversation mm-hmm. and you know, we do have people call in. That's that's allowed. Um, because that's where we came from was originally radio. I mean, we do do video as well, but not all the time cuz our roots are radio. That's what we did. We feel like The type of listeners we want are the ones that are willing to sit and listen and auditorily take in the information, because those are some more of the critical thinkers. You know, a lot of visual thinkers want quick, quick verse, where audio listeners will listen to an hour, two, three, four podcast and get into it and totally be enthralled. So I think it's the quality of people you get on radio more wholesome, more attentive to detail in ways um, that you don't see with the video crowd. Right. You know, video crowd almost wants to make you like a video jester and like, what can you balance on your head?
0: Yeah. And how much can you use your green screen?
1: Mm hmm. You know, it's
0: a really and bad. What you
1: can put up on screen share and all that, which we do do that. Right? Like during, especially during hurricane season, I like to be able to guys show you the maps and show you the things. But I can explain to you where to find them yourself, too, and you can look along with me. Um, It's that simple, too. I mean, I shouldn't have to do all the research for you either. You know, that that's a part of critical thinking is that you, too, have to do your own research. You know, somebody can tell you, but do you know it for yourself? Right. That should always be the level of scrutiny that you put yourself to when you're taking in new information. Do I know it because I've been told it, or do I know it because I researched it myself?
0: Definitely.
2: And this is what I believe. We got there's a difference.
0: We got Chris in here with us.
2: Yes. Uh, I'm a former professional military and defense analyst and researcher. Whoa. So, oh, Hello. I spent hello. 12 years as a junior officer, as a captain for the army selling Billions of dollars worth of weapon systems to Saudi Arabia, ten billion for our Abrams battle tank M one A one Block One, and to uh, concurrently to Israel, where they bought uh, six billion dollars worth of AH sixty four Apache Delta helicopters. I also sold to Australia, Canada, uh, South Africa, Great Britain, Western Europe, besides the Middle East. And I got out yeah, in nineteen background.
0: Yeah, it's fascinating
2: absolutely well, think of it so you're
1: feeling on you know the current topics of geopolitics at this point do you have certain feelings asking, being in I'm the I'm weapons
2: industry i've written edited or forwarded eight thousand essays that i share on all my international podcasts i'm on canada australia sure? uh great britain uh let me see uh, netherlands and sometimes scotland and sometimes uh south africa
1: Well, if you'd like to, at some point, um, schedule a show that we could do just focusing on what you do and what you would like to get out to the people, I definitely would be willing to do that. You can absolutely email me at stationmanager at freedomrevolutionnetwork.com. We'll still keep talking, but I do find you interesting and knowledgeable enough that we could have you on for a whole program. And I'm sure you could put something up for us and and get something together that would be fascinating for the people to hear.
2: All right. I'd like to bring on with me. Uh, another former military. He's a pro. Uh, he's well known. His name is Raccoon, otherwise known as Raccoon Six, when he types it in. And he's on our podcast, Beyond One's Beliefs, as well as uh, the uh, host who's uh, originated it. With, his name is Big Chief Thunderlong, or just Big Chief. But yes, I can do that. Uh, I brief three Wonderful. times a week. I brief three times a week. I was doing a total of eight, but it got just too hectic. I'm severely disabled. I I
1: understand that. I used to broadcast almost every day, multiple (laughs) hours a day. And at a certain point, you do get burnt out, unfortunately. I mean, it's one of those things being in this this type of business.
2: Right. Well, I've researched everything over 30 years. And essentially, I can answer virtually every question you possibly have about what's going on with the economy, uh, geopolitics, ancient civilizations, current civilization, uh, you name it.
1: So. that'll be wonderful because I've done a lot of shows. I've done shows with many different types of people. And one thing we've focused on in the past that Red and I have, and we like Gary Wayne. I don't know if you know who he is, but he wrote the Genesis Six Conspiracy. And we've brought up a lot of topics about ancient civilizations and its ties to the current time um, and just I kind know. of leaps, leaps from the past. Um, because a lot of past tells us what's going on now, right?
2: Correct. Gary Wayne is very good. Um, he's... Uh... It's all positive. Uh, I have all his uh, original 97 essays that I've transcribed with photos uh, that I share on the podcast that I do. Um, I haven't gone and into that realm with him. The only difference with Gary, and it's not negative, it's, it's just his uh, perception of uh, life. Um, and just don't take this in a negative way. He's very, very good. But he takes it strictly from the Bible. And the problem is, is that that's yep. i'm not there's nothing wrong with the bible what no. i'm trying to say is that basically what most people don't know the bible has been rewritten over the centuries and so much the catholic church was taken over by the uh, zionist jewish cabal in 1540 by ignatius de loyola uh i'm in southwest florida collier county naples but basically there, are the jesuits have, take, have 28 schools and colleges across the United States. And the Jesuits have, uh, you'd be fascinated with the, with the research I've done. Uh, I know the presidents, I was the, my last position was, I worked in uh, graduate education as the admissions officer for the Navy. This is above the, uh, uh, what you would know as, as the midshipmen's for Annapolis in Maryland. Mm-hmm. I was in Monterey, California and I managed the admissions officer program. There were 330 uh, professors, uh, 30 of them were adjunct, but I worked with them and helped uh, improve the programs. Anyway, I'm not here to talk about me. I'm just uh-huh. going uh, uh, with Gary Wayne. I respect him highly. I w- was so impressed with his research that that's why I transcribed all of his essays. It took a while.
1: Oh, he's brilliant, but yes, I do agree with you on that because they're okay the bible is great right and it, it's a fantastic thing you know that has nothing to do with my personal beliefs or whatever but uh, if we're using it in the scope of history and time it is just a historical document that many other historical documents support right so other factors and ideas outside of christianity should also be considered for some of the conditions that have occurred right right so i get exactly what you're saying because i've entered. OK, I will. Okay. And so I, I do know exactly what you're talking about. And that's something that my co-host Red and I, which you would find very fascinating. We got to get Red back in here because this is what Red and I do it is mostly we've done trying to explain from the history until now how we got here. Well, that I can that. and explaining certain groups and certain theories and certain ideas and especially about mystery schools and ideals especially like you know he's talking about the Jesuits here and that would fall in line with mystery schools and and those type of esoterics that have been shaping our culture and world for a long time to get where we are now
2: today correct history has been completely written scarlet and read is yes. That, is, what we have and learned. Tim,
1: yeah, Tim is here. I get Red isn't on tonight, but she's one of my co-hosts that we've done many shows, and she had her own show, Journey into Freedom, on the network um, that we have done many, many shows with over many, many years. Um, but she, she was a good expert in that. But continue.
2: Okay, I, uh, I thought Red was the, uh, the, the. Tim is with us. Yeah, yes. and Tim tonight. Okay, it's his name is Tim. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay, I apologize. Yes. All right, Tim, I'll, I'll <laughs> write this down. Anyway, um, I have researched since uh, I got out of the uh, Army as a captain in 1992. And then at that point, I worked for the Defense Department as a senior analyst. And I have learned the hard way is that basically everything we've been taught and learned over time is a combination of lies, deceptions, disinformation, cover-ups, false truths, and treachery. The fraction of 1% that we actually have learned that is positive is from our parents and their parents and their parents for generations untold. Mm-hmm. That is the truth that we have lost. So... I hope and it makes sense. Yes, because
1: I mean, a lot of documents do support that, especially that Red and I have went over in the past. Like Tim Tim has been around for the last two years, but Red has been with me since 2015, since I have been starting in my career in radio, right? And when we started going through like the CIA declassified files, Stargate files, all of these things on air, we were showing people that, look, these are government declassified documents admitting some of these things that they claim to not exist, much like alters and things that uh, enter into people as entities, you know people say oh that's hokey pokey that doesn't exist but the cia stargate to classified files state that it does exist and they're the ones who started it so you know many different missions throughout the years have been targeted against people that people don't realize they've been, and these things Especially have been right. done as government programs and disguised and then later declassified by the time everybody's dead so no one cares
2: right and that's, and that's
1: been a system. common tactic and that's how they keep us, you know, in now times away from our history, and away from the knowledge. But that now things like the internet are bringing in a way to uh, bring back, because people can talk to each other and make little groups, and and, and spread information through those groups and networks.
2: Agree. That um, all I was trying to say is basically the way history went. I've tra- I've researched every aspect. Our planet is 19.6 billion years old. Uh, our current civilization, there were five civilizations. We are the fifth, known as collectively as the Aryan race. And that is actually 450,000 years old. And I'm gonna give you two names and you can look it up, but I've already done their essays. Um, one is called Michael Tellinger, T-E-L-L-I-N-G-E-R. Uh, he's South African, uh, Caucasian, and so is the other one. Uh, his name is Wayne Herschel w-a-y-n-e-h-e-r-s-c-h-e-l and i grew up in the netherlands uh i went to high school there in 1969 to 1973. so i had a great exposure traveling through europe by car motorcycle uh train jet so where i'm going with this is that
1: this is very interesting because I just looked up Wayne Herschel. I'm not familiar, but I see that he wrote a book called Alpha Omega Tars Stargate. And I was just telling Tim here that he needs to start looking into some research on star forts and some other uh, ideas and technologies that he might not be aware of. So that's very interesting that you would bring him up. And we were just speaking about well, him.
2: I know the top 100 to 120 um, greatest alternative historians today alive. I've contacted about 16 to 18 of them, and uh, I was on a show called DarkOutpost.com out of Detroit, Michigan, Uh, and uh, the the host, is uh, his name is David Zublik, and he started screwing with my schedule, and I had built all these other podcasts around it, and then he asked me in uh, uh, April uh, 30th. The other person I went on because of, her name is Michelle Stefanik. Michelle Stefanik uh, is exceptional in finance, an extremely bright young woman. Uh, she was the chief financial officer at the Nairobi-Kenya embassy when it got blown up on August 7th, 1998. She fortunately had taken leave for the weekend, and uh, basically they blew it up. This is a CIA operative. They The CIA blew her. The CIA, just to help you out, is the cia is the front for the freemasons the masonic order the masonic Whoa. order is the front for the illuminati they're all one in the same right. i'm not okay. trying to your point i'm just telling facts yeah. so what happened was she uncovered money that was being redirected and it turned out to be initially 14.6 trillion dollars by the cia which later was reconfirmed to be 42.2 trillion and that was money by the cia to Uh, fund all the wars in the Middle East. And what happened is so that because she had uncovered it, the CIA naturally takes out any obstacles. So they put the bomb directly below her floor and blew up the building. She wasn't there, but half of her staff died. And 14 were bloody, but uh, this was a major explosion. And she has been fighting for 23 years what she's been going through she filed and still has in the library of congress the only case that congress has deferred judgment on because she can literally bury every federal agency involved every one of the military which is involved and all of our intelligence agencies collectively i call them the second unholy trinity and the first unholy trinity is rome which controls the religion through the vatican of three religions excluding uh, hinduism uh, the second and when you the second is the uh, uh london which is the financial headquarters of the world new york has always competed but always been in second place and the third unholy trinity is washington dc when you look at the three of them from the air the, when you look at the vatican from an aerial view that is the that is a skeleton key that's the key of solomon when you look at buckingham palace from the air that is the the uh key of hathor or uh key of Ra, okay the eye of rock and when you look at washington dc from the air it is a pentagram and basically okay. a pentagram is pure evil with two points pointing up and one down it's inverted a pentacle is positive and that's how you get the name pentagon because that is actually pure evil anyway i wasn't here to overcarry on this i'm just trying to show you this is just a sample of, uh, of what I've researched over 30 years. And that's Ooh. why I share thousands of messages. So
1: Oh, I'm sure you do. Absolutely. I mean, and, you know, we've been around for quite a long time and, and focused on a lot of these topics as well. So I would be very interested in collaborating with you on doing some of these shows to bring our listeners more aware um, of what you have to offer. Because I think hearing it retold many different times and by different people who have different pieces of the puzzle are very important. Mm. That is the way we're going to break through the cognitive dissonance. Once people start seeing that all these things are tied together, all these groups have an agenda and it can be shown with a paper trail
2: if you just look for the right places. Yes, just like our CIA, which you know is the Central Intelligence Agency, its headquarters is not Langley, Virginia it's geneva switzerland i have an essay on that it's excellent you'll understand when you read it i'm going to wow. give you my my email in the chat okay. and that way you can contact me offline not now oh. And I'll right. my phone. absolutely okay so just um let me take it off of uh capitalization okay it's an s and sierra p is in papa e is an echo c is in charlie t is in tango r is in romeo e is an echo nine nine zero at gmail.com okay so i'm getting it for you now i spoke it faster than i wrote it because i've i'm severely disabled i've lost use of my right arm and hand so i'm, I'm one-handed <laughs> so it's uh no, I, no it's but i i've managed to do all this and uh in canada the ones that is a christian-based uh audience with jeff shepherd in ontario I'm on every Wednesday. He was on uh, vacation, or b- rather business this week, so we didn't do a show, but there's 45,000 that listen to me, And that is over daytime, nighttime, and he shares the information over uh, six, at least six uh, uh, media platforms. Wow. But they believe me. They know I've earned my integrity on all these. I was in South Australia for eight months, and uh, the man who does that, His name is uh, South Ozman, S-O-U-T-H, O-Z, like Wizard of Oz and M-A-N. He's taken a leave of absence for probably three months. But the one I do Tuesday, that's in the Netherlands, and that's where I grew up uh, in Amsterdam. And his name is Lawrence, L-A-U-R-N-S. And uh, so I am doing less now than I did before. And... Uh, whenever they take vacation or, or business, uh, so be it. But uh, either way, I we have our own show on Mondays from 6 to 8 p.m. I'm doing Wayne Herschel. I'm finishing up on one of the essays. Is that Eastern Time then? Yes, always. yeah because I'm, I'm Naples, yes. South Florida. Okay. And that's that's wrapping up uh, number section six. And that is I did a book. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard of these people i'll give you it's his name is howard menger m-e-n-g-e-r and he was contacted at age eight by a venusian woman uh because he is one of their uh bloodlines as we are as well because our world was actually populated by five possibly six races uh one is the pladeans one is the andromedans uh, one is the uh, lyrians one is the syrians and one is the octarians and i can't remember the sixth one at the time but anyway we are. We were all star seated and right. Wow. Um,
1: and you to kind of go to like Galactic Federation and things like that, because we used to do many shows on that, Red and I. This is really funny because you're bringing back all the topics that I literally have just said, like the last couple of shows that I need to get back to my roots and the shows that I used to be doing. And this is the type of topics we used to do. Um, so that's so very fascinating that you just happened to call in tonight just out of the blue, because Tim and I don't usually do a show on Podbean together at all. Nope. Um, we're usually on my network, Freedom Revolution Network, which he is also uh, co-host and co-host owner of, but, um, it's very fascinating because it's a synchronicity because I literally just said, we need to start doing these shows again. And I've done many shows with a young man named Jermaine, um, where we would talk about these different, uh, races, what they did, what their, what their place was, what their messages were. Um, and so some of my listeners are very, very aware, um, of these topics. So I find that fascinating. Yeah. Well, yeah.
2: it's just, uh, irony. Okay. Very positive. But, uh, we happen to connect, um, connect with both of you to together on this platform, and you both have an interest in my specialty, which is on one one uh, on our podcast of Beyond One's Belief. Uh, we talk about um, basically what the public would have never have learned. Uh, from, I had a near death experience when I was twenty years old. I was in a horrific car accident. I broke many bones in my body. I was in traction for six months, but the first 3.5 months I was comatose. I crossed over, and I can give you very positive information about that. Uh, oh. I live over 80% of what lies beyond, and Holy we live forever. We never die. We are eternal beings. However, we are not immortal. Whatever is wrong with the body stays with the body, mentally and physically, and we cross over to the next plane of existence. We just... Uh, go from the however the fourth dimensional realm is controlled not by the creator or by christ but it is controlled negatively uh these would be terms you probably might not be familiar with but reptilians and graves anyway um i'm very
1: familiar with reptilians and have done many many shows about them as well and so like i said these are very very funny topics to bring up because i have done many many
2: shows on these things yeah you're getting Go ahead. I don't want to, you know, I don't
1: want I'm getting, say, we're getting out of your league, Tim, for sure. I'm well to get some of the
0: education. Yes, yes, you are, but he's talking about David Icke stuff, so I know what he's no, talking about.
2: I have issues with David Icke.
0: No, I know but I, but he talks about this stuff. That's all yeah, I'm saying.
2: Yeah, that's
1: maybe where you like a lot of people in the mainstream get some of these ideas, but the Corey Goods and the
2: David Ike's is. I can tell you things about them you probably aren't aware of. Okay. Okay. Oh, I'm not I'm just I share knowledge I don't covet it sure okay David Ike I have a picture of him I know his background of in Great Britain and I have a picture of him and his wife where they're doing one of the ten uh, demonic hand signs which is the un- upside down triangle anyone that does that that uses demonic hand signs well that's telling you something right there no. okay and I can share that photo okay that's number one I'm David Ike Yes, he does have knowledge. He said he happened to originally just pass by a bookstore and something told him to go in there. He got this message. He went in there and found a book and then started reading it. But basically, in every, the world is controlled by the Masonic Order. This is a fact. It's based on Zionism. I've traced Zionism back 20 plus thousand years. And I've traced, when you look up Michael Tellinger, you'll realize that our civilization... Is four hundred and fifty thousand because the uh planet Niburu known as the Anunnaki, which came to Earth, which are reptilian, they were fourth dimensional. They were mining gold in southern Africa. There's over four million sites. And he has proof of it, because he even has a uh, what looks the same thing as what Edward Leedscalen did when he uh was moved uh Coral Castle in uh Miami when he built it uh uh, at nighttime, no one ever saw him, but it was done through sound. And uh, light is actually a component of sound. But he has it, it has to do with frequencies and sound. Same thing that Nicola Tessa was trying to express to the public. Yeah. Yeah. So the point is um, that he has what looks like an ice cream cone, as far as by size, dimension, uh, both. And this literally, every time he does tours and he brings it as an example, it sends off all the alarm systems at the airports and security. And they always question them. But basically it is a a stone, a specific type of stone. And it literally levitated the gold up to the base ships that were above from South Africa. But you would have to read up on uh, Zakaria Sitchin and know uh, about uh, his uh, 14 books that he wrote and co-authored. So I didn't want to overdwell on that.
1: I did a lot of shows about Um He, So that's somewhere good to go look, Tim, to try to get that good condensed information that isn't tainted because a lot of that came from a good place um, well, back then, especially about his theories and his books as they came out at the time. And in some of the CIA declassified files, there is proof uh, that CIA and other groups believed what he said is absolutely true. And that's in the CIA's Stargate
2: files. Right. I've read and I chose about previously. I'll, okay. Oh. You seem to have done a lot of research as well. Both of you. Uh, so if I named like Andrew Visegio, do you know who he is? I do not. No. Okay. Have you ever heard of project Pegasus? Yes. Yes, I have. That was him. Okay. okay. So for the CIA. And he was doing time travel at age eight, between uh, Woodbridge, New Jersey, to uh, Santa Fe, New Mexico, with his father. He also went back in time to Lincoln's Gettysburg Address, and we have a photo of it that turned up ten years after he did an interview in a closet in an attic, I think, in Pennsylvania. And that is the act- it's an actual photograph, and it's the only third existing photograph of Lincoln's Gettysburg Address. And you see him in the field right
1: there at A.J. You're we literally just talking about time travel the other night. Yeah, you're freaking me
2: out. You really are.
1: I know. I'm telling <laughs> you, really when you get on this level of shows, Tim, people will come to you like this. This is not something that I'm not used to having, doing a call-in show, and we did a live call-in show. Like I said, Art Bell style, whoever wants to call in could call in. Yeah, absolutely. We would, throughout yeah. my whole career, we have got people like Chris who call in and... Just happen to be the right people on the right wavelength at the right time, with the right amount of knowledge, with the puzzle pieces that we've already taught people to fill in. Like I'm telling you, you can't even make this stuff up, you just gotta roll with it.
2: Right. Um, so
0: Chris, you're saying that time travel is is
2: it exists and there's five the, types.
0: Five types.
2: Correct. The one wow. that uh, Andrew Wasega was doing with his father. They were called chrononauts and they used a chronovisor. i have essays on this i will share them with you wow so, yes and you will see pictures of andrew Bisego uh going back to um uh back to lincoln's Gettysburg address uh to uh, uh lincoln's um assassination basically the cia has run everything our government but it, they're they're basically the lowest form it starts at the hi- the highest tier is actually what is called the great pope the great pope is in italy in rome and he gives guidance to the black pope the black pope then carries out uh from the great pope and he has a council of seven six are white one is black for africa and he he basically dictates the uh terms of uh, the governance for the world as well as assassinations then he in turn gives it to the white pope and from there it goes to the um Council of Three Hundred, the Bilderberg Group, uh, P two, in uh, uh, then it goes to the uh, Chatham House, which is the Royal Institute of International Affairs. Then it comes over to the United States. oh one went through Switzerland in the process, um, and then from uh, to the United States, it goes to the Council of Foreign Relations, and from there it goes yeah. to Majestic Twelve. Majestic Twelve is the lowest tier level of our government. They are not running it. They're just carrying out uh, directives. Does this make any sense?
0: Yes. More so to Scarlet than me. That's pretty deep stuff.
1: I I know exactly what he's talking about, and that is absolutely true. And these people have controlled it for a very long time, and it's provable throughout history. And that is the thing that people need to be made aware of, like, there is nothing new under the sun, and this plan is definitely not one of them. So it has very been going on continuously, and the the tight is the, the
2: tightening's only getting worse.
0: I have to ask Chris a question, just okay. one question about time travel.
2: Okay, so, so time- one moment. Yeah. I just have to make an acknowledgement. There's a sure. woman in the audience. Her name is Chrissy. Uh, I've been on her yes. show, and uh, by accident, she blocked me. She just acknowledged that she unblocked me. It right. was strictly accidental. I go on a show and I brief just like I'm doing with you. Go ahead.
0: Okay, cool. All right. So if, if t- while you're saying time travels real, so it can, can we go back and change things to alter them? So they never happen. Or is there a paradox?
2: That Only continue- if the person died, but not through any Andrew Bissego. And I, I will send you my essays on him. Okay. Uh, you already have, I already gave you mine in the chat. So you either okay. snapshot it, copied it down or, um, I, right
1: yep,
2: it. I got it. Okay, one of the yeah, you've got one of the three. You've got it. So okay, okay. Uh, Tim, time yeah. travel does exist. However, Andrew Basago, and I'm I think I'm pronouncing it right, it's B-A-S-I-A-G-O, and he li- he is a lawyer in Seattle, Washington. Uh, he's a few years younger than me. I'm turning sixty-eight in January, but uh, basically, he mentioned that you can go back, you can advise, but the point is you cannot physically change the past what uh, how unless you were shot and killed for some reason there, then that would change history as far as because you wouldn't exist in the future. But in just general terms, no you cannot change the past.
0: okay so we can
2: go let's back go, and-
1: Jim, let's go So our no. plan <laughs> career let's go.
2: Yeah, well, we
0: should bring up the Minnesota thing to him with the. uh...
1: Well, yeah, like I said, there was this caller on our bell who claimed to have called in in the year 2030. Okay, and this was in 1999 was the call in 1999. Uh, At the time, he was asking questions about what was going to happen with Y2K, all these other things. But one thing he dropped in the conversation was that he was in the new physics building in the University of Minnesota. Well, I live here. And about three years ago, I went to a concert for Lindsey Stirling. And they were building a new physics building. So if the timeline would be correct, that means he would be alive now. He'd be getting ready to go to college. And by the time this new physics building is built, This wall that exists for time travel would exist in the basement of this physics lab. And so that was Tim's idea was let's go find the kid. And I was (laughs) like, well, maybe we could.
2: Well, that sounds almost uh, similar to one that was on Art Bell show and uh
1: yeah, it was on our it belt. Was. that's what I'm talking about yeah. his name was Jameson from the, the University of Minnesota and I remember this call in depth because I am from Minnesota so when I went to this concert and seen the building being built in 2018 after the old one had been teared torn down after 100 years of standing it kind of piqued my interest because then I remembered this call that happened in 1999
2: okay amazing uh, yeah. I, I my college was in by mid 70s so um, you have an advantage to me. You have youthfulness versus uh, my elderly staff status. But anyway, yes, uh, that was our bill.
1: Wisdom around here. We've got we've got listeners of all ages around here, and we like to call it wisdom around here.
2: Yes, I call it wisdom as well. Because what I can tell you when you cross over, uh, I can just give you a quick overview re- real fast. Number one is that as you cross over, uh, you are an energy orb. Okay, and your body remains behind and everything that's physically and mentally wrong stays with the body. This is a fact. When you cross over, basically you go through what is called a life review. You will experience this. Everyone will. Life review is what's happening. The Reptilians, which are the are, um known as the Alpha Dracos and the Omega Orions, and the the uh, three point five foot Grays from Sirius, either A or B, uh basically uh are helping. They're subordinate and they're a cloned race. But the, where I'm going with this is that um every whatever you think whomever you are thinking of when you cross over if it's a, uh, a spouse uh relative uh, parents grandparents uh friend uh a disciple uh a savior that's exactly whom they will as- uh, assume their physical form they have this ability they can transmutate wow. and they're so basically what they've done uh scarlet is they've actually tapped into your memory and pulled out the key significant points of what was positive, neutral, and negative. So you're seeing a, literally a flashback of what yep. this when I was twenty, and I remember. It, just, I'm I'm very uh, familiar with
1: this um, this whole idea because I was a big follower of Sylvia Brown, and this is exactly what she explains occurs when you cross over of this life review that takes you know what would be in our time like a couple of days, but like they show you all of these points.
2: So flashback. Of the like, what was
1: we're in once you get there.
2: Okay, from that point, after you've seen that, that's in preparation. It's, this is all not positive. And then the next step right. is that it's called a uh, review board. I call it the karmic review board because then right. whomever you are thinking of, they've already assumed that form. And what they've done is their purpose is to convince you to uh, stand before it, you know, come before the, because uh, it's all telepathic, come before the review board. And their whole mission is to convince you to go into the tunnel of light. That does right. exist and you basically
1: uh, what, yeah, what they that.
2: don't know and this what what they're, they're not aware is that basically for, like i've been sharing all this so the people that listen to me on all the podcasts for the past year plus is that they're learning when you cross over and you go to the life review and then you go before the uh, review board it's all based on what we call free will and they yep. must have your consent so what you do is you telepathically refute or refuse to go to the review board and you refute to go into the tunnel of light. They cannot force you. They're going to use every excuse yeah, under the book.
1: I've heard the tunnel of light is bad. Yeah, no, I've heard this, Tim. Remember I was just talking to you about free uh, will the other day. Remember this? Remember this?
2: Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. So uh, I'm glad you're aware of it, both of you. So what it is is that the what the public doesn't know is this tunnel of light is basically – it's going to send you back into our world through this birth-life-death-recycling-enslavement scenario that we've been experiencing, I've traced it back, 230,000 years. Since the reptilians, uh, which were the Anunnaki, when they were uh, mining gold uh, for their planet, Nibiru, which their uh, atmosphere was uh, degrading, that of uh, after 220,000 years, the they have five tiers of classes. If you think of the... Uh, hindu uh religion okay they have basically Five tiers, and it works like this in the rep. I'm
1: highly familiar with because I used to go to a Hindu temple strictly because I was a journalist at this point, and they had like free yoga, so I was going there, and they took a straight liking to me, like the priest, and so we would talk about different ideals and things because they knew I wasn't Hindu, but it was fascinating because of the things I learned from them and the things we talked about and just some of the ideals. So I became very um, understanding of Hinduism and how it works and. Um, so that's interesting that you bring
2: that up, So they have five tiers, the reptilians, which are the Anunnaki. The highest tier is the royalty and nobility. They have wings. Okay. They're, uh, sort of like a, a off-white, uh, beige, you know, like almost like a, an off-white color of their scales. Okay. And they have wings and horns where then the next tier down, the, and they're, they're the tallest and they're 12 to 14 feet tall. And then the next tier is the um, engineers and scientists. And the next tier below them is the uh, administrative and technical. And the next tier below that is a warrior class. I have a photo taken in South a- South America, where the local Indians in Brazil had captured, killed one, and severed the head. So I do have a photograph of that.
1: And there's been reports of other uh, potential catchings of Anunnaki-type beings in the past and uh, Draco-type beings, especially in South America. There's been other reports. And then whatever was in the cave in Afghanistan.
2: Right. Well, in Afghanistan, what they found was, uh, uh, okay, and I can tell you about that there are two things they found in Afghanistan. One was with a, a special forces team. Uh, they typically have uh, six in a special force and they have a leader and they were told to go up and investigate this cave up in the mountains. They went up there. It was a very high uh, ceiling cave. And when they were going up, they found discarded or they thought discarded of everything from clothing, weapons of basically Afghan military. And when they got up there, they peeked into the, into the cave, which was pure dark. And they saw two glowing eyes, yellow, And what happened was that was a giant. It came out and it took its spear and it skewered one of the uh, six uh, uh, special forces. And that's when the the leader, the captain said, shoot for the face, hit the head. And they did, they killed it. And that was on uh, George Norrie's show where the the pilot uh, who uh, carried it back from Afghanistan to Germany uh, said they weren't supposed to see what was under the tarp and while they were in the air, they they checked it out. And it was uh, basically the the it was a 1500 pound uh, tarp and and uh, not tarp. 1500 pounds for the um, pallet and the the giant. And when they looked under it had. I remember hearing that because Linda Moulton Hall is on that show as well. She has other ones, but I have issues with her. Not because I wrote her in 2014 and she never answered me. And it was very descriptive. Because it had to do with her explanation of uh uh crop circles and she's absolutely wrong uh i know her background she i'm from connecticut she went to yale for undergraduate and she went to uh when i lived in california she went to um, uh stanford for her master's in journalism she has she has the credentials but um i am 50 50 with her because uh, um she was off on crop circles but she was very good when she had a warrant officer that uh she had on the program who was uh in alaska and he was had access to a very secret uh base that was below ground and it basically power the entire country of canada it's a an incredible energy source uh and then basically when he was going back he was in like uh virginia and then he was approached by two men in black and uh they wanted him to uh not investigated any further because he was looking into this. And one of the uh, the two um, that was one of the two men in black said to the other one, uh, he gave himself away and basically said, uh, uh, you know, they don't want us looking into this anyway. Um, so oh, wow. that one officer was very good. And his his uh, his rendition to the Howe, I give her credit for that one. But there's certain things that she said that are contradictory to what I know. Anyway, but she has had some good episodes. Anyway, I wasn't trying to...
1: Yeah, no, she does have good information. I mean, but yeah, nobody can be right about everything, though, to be truthfully honest. I mean, I'm sure that to so you know you can only be an expert of so much and i mean sometimes you may not get it right i mean you know nobody's ever shooting 100 percent in this world no, so I, right. you know, I i'll give it to her for that right
2: because we're all human we're we all valuable in that States, way so we're all human. um we're not perfect. so that sometimes perfect. you might not get it right right
1: so well,
2: I, I think there's a little bit more into it where she's actually being controlled
1: could be and that could be too and it seems yeah. like the most the the people who are the highest and most out there and sometimes have the highest profile seem to also have the most strings pulled on them as far as what they're allowed to say what they do say what they say in public how they say it yeah. and that's a problem censorship at any level is a problem i, um, I personally of- don't like that that's why i created my network freedom revolution network um that's something that in my shows we have never done um because of the fact that people need to know what's going on. And if we're going to be censored, that that's how you know you're kind of hitting the flack over the target, right? That's kind of how you know you're getting the good
2: stuff. All right, I'm also gonna give you, I have another partner of a different nature. Um, he has background similar to mine. Uh, our website is called New Life Aboard, all capitals, N-E-W-L-I-F-E-A-B-O-A-R-D.com. I want you to both of you, check it out and look at the silver birth level. Okay. And it'll make sense. Uh, my partner is basically, he's above genius level. He's got 40 points above me. He's got an IQ of about 190. And, uh, uh, basically I came up with the idea. He had different ideas, but because of his background, which I can't go into, um, he chose to go with my concept, which is to save humanity. And that's what this ship, we're getting a, a total of 12 ships. Two will be supply and 10 will be, uh, they're, these ships are 1,000 feet long. They're between 101 to 120 feet wide. They're all flat bottom, not V-holes, which are, have a greater propensity to uh, capsize. Uh, they have uh, triple-hole construction. They have a uh, clamshell opening in the bow. And in the aft, they have uh, a ramp that goes down. They hold 1,000 people on the standard ship. Which are eleven stories tall, uh, and we're converting everyone over to implosive renewable energy. They will have both three three types: hydro, uh, wind, and solar. And they will be which will the solar will generate the batteries, which will uh, sorry generate the uh, will transfer energy to the generators, which in turn charge the batteries. And they run eight hours a day, and there'll be a banks of four uh, batteries, and basically uh, they have unlimited range and they should not need to go into port. We'll be heading to the Pacific because what the audience doesn't know is that GPS is only tracked in the Northern Hemisphere, not in the Southern. Really? Yes. Wow. Uh, I have a, uh, not an essay, I have a video I could probably recover of a woman that was uh, interviewing a man in uh, Australia. She was in Great Britain and he was absolutely against what is known as flat earth. And the more research he did, The more he found that it actually made sense because in the southern hemisphere all pilots they have to turn off their gps one hour from leaving uh like say sydney or uh melbourne australia or uh, uh you know it goes you can take any country in the southern hemisphere and if you look at where their flight plans are if you wanted to fly from say sydney or melbourne directly across to say santiago chile across the pacific ocean well, <laughs> you have to fly to Los Angeles or Mexico City and then, quote, supposedly down to Santiago, Chile. This applies for South Africa, for Cape Town, Johannesburg, uh, if you're leaving from Buenos Aires or, uh, 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 you know, any anyone in uh on the eastern coast
1: like when you go down to like patagonia and all that you're absolutely right when you're when you think about it they make everybody fly in and then like fly down even for like trips to antarctica um that is also true i'm in like this group that follows like you know um Antarctican cruising and a lot of people are actively going in the group and everybody has to fly in to like either LA and then you fly down and then you fly all the way to the tip and then you get on the ship. And so that's very interesting that you would say that. Well, I, we've done a lot of research on maps and mapping and like the WGS 84 system, uh, back in the day, me and red did a lot of work on this because we knew a pilot who was talking about some of these series and ideas and how, you know, how altimeters work and how, you know, those things would not quantify the way that they claim you have to get there, right? And just based on, you know, how flight patterns, flight levels and those things work, it just doesn't make sense to have this shape if you if you claim this exists. So I get where you're coming from on this and I get where you're, you're explaining this because this is one of the questions that I had many years ago was, you know, what about, you